Hey there, folks. If you've been tuning in over the last couple of months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how it can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets, sports, concerts, all types of shows. You know what's going on. We love the Game Time app because you can get amazing deals on upcoming games, especially if you wait until the last second. I bet you can get some really, really cheap tickets for that Blazer Suns game coming up on Monday, or maybe even get some hella cheap tickets for the Blazers Warriors game on Wednesday. And with this deal from Game Time, where they're hooking you up for the holidays with a $10 credit, I bet you could get those tickets for like five bucks out of pocket. Here's what to do. Download the GameTime app in the Google Player App Store. Click on the My Tickets section of the app. Create an account. Under the billing section, redeem code THEATHLETIC. Once again, that's THEATHLETIC, all one word, for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money, people. Credit is only available to the first thousand people who redeem the code, and it expires at the end of the year, December 31st, 2019. So make moves quickly. Score last-minute tickets, two taps. Let's do it, y'all. Rip City! Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a fresh edition of the Rainbow Skyline podcast and from the Rose Garden. From the Rose Garden, that's right. This is a another collab podcast. Whenever the Nuggets and Trailblazers play, Jason Quick and I get together and, and you know, two for one special. Uh, tonight, the Blazers were back in town um, for a game against the Nuggets who were reeling after a one and three road trip. Uh, 114 to 99 Denver with the win tonight. Um, you know, this was about a couple of things, Jason. Um, Hassan Whiteside career game for the Trailblazers. Carmelo's um, latest return to Denver. Um, again, the Nuggets kind of trying to get right offensively after losing five of their last six. What, what, where, where do we start with tonight? Well, I think it's uh, a continuation of the Blazers' frustrating season. And it's, it starts with uh, their defense. And it was funny to kind of – read your guys' tweets throughout the game and, and hear everyone talk after the game about, oh, the Nuggets got got it back. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's what the Blazers do. They right. they make other teams look great and feel feel great about their offense. Um, but still, I, I do think that Denver looked very good and uh, everyone in the Portland locker room was talking about their three-point defense and, and kind of marveling at how Denver once again hit 18 threes. I think they did that so in the opener, they did, right? 18 of 32 in the yeah, opener, right? Yeah, so, uh, you know, that's not how they game plan. That's not what they envisioned uh, the Nuggets would do to them, but but they did it. Yeah, well, for whatever reason, the Nuggets um, going into tonight, or actually going into their last road trip, they were the worst three-point shooting team at home in the NBA. So, And they were shooting it pretty well on the road. For whatever reason, they were shooting hmm. under 30% from three at the Pepsi Center. I don't know. It's a really dry winter here. Maybe the, maybe hands are dry. Whatever. Somebody forgot to tell Jeremy Grant that. Somebody forgot Jeez. to tell Jeremy that. And, and he, again, this is a guy who is shooting, uh, had a slow start, but is shooting over 60% from three in his last five games. Was, was I, I believe, five of six tonight. Five of six. Hit his first four. Hit his first, I think, yeah, first four or five. And he, he was... Um, you know he was great. What, what the Nuggets, what the Nuggets are starting to get a little bit now is is some production from their bench. And you know you 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 knew last year with these both of these teams had these really strong benches. 
um, for for Denver specifically this this year, and I know Portland's had the same problem. That that bench hasn't been there. Denver starters play more minutes than any group of starters in the league, mostly because they've been healthy. Um, but the bench that was so pivotal last year when all these other guys went down, they haven't gotten the same minutes. Michael Malone is trying to put basically everybody on his roster into the rotation at some point or another this year. And, and so the result of that, I think, has been kind of herky-jerky. Uh, but tonight, I think they had something like 50, 54 points or 46 points, yeah. whatever it was, to to, it was uh, a lot. to Portland's nine. Well, I always think that's a sign of a playoff team and a, and a very good team. Is you have to have depth. You have to have uh, not just scoring off the bench, but be able to play defense and give teams different looks. And uh, I think it, it's interesting that Malone's doing this because it reminds me of what Stotts did last mm-hmm. year with the Blazers. There'd be times when uh, last year he was playing 11 deep and he was getting guys in and out of the rotation until he found something that clicked right around, uh, I'd say probably January or February, and then the Blazers kind of took off. I think that's kind of what Malone's doing right now. Terry Stotts right now does not have that luxury right. with the Blazers. He basically played seven guys today. Um, you know, Hazonia played 13 minutes and Trent played uh, four minutes off the bench, but it was pretty much the starters and then Anthony Simons and Scal Labissier. Uh, so that that's a real indication of how thin and how little confidence Terry Stotts has in his bench. Um, part of that tonight, uh, a little late news was that Nasir Little, the rookie, uh, who's been in the rotation, had back spasms, so he was unable to play, which took away some of the rebounding. But uh, this this is why Portland is in such dire straits right now, is they have no depth because of injuries and you know guys being young and two guys who just haven't – two signees who haven't lived up to it, Anthony Tolliver and, and Mario Hazonia. Right. So uh, I, I thought it was a real contrast of – a legit playoff team in Denver that is deep, uh, versatile, and this kind of decaying and fraying franchise in, in Portland. That yeah, it's what, what's so interesting is that like even tonight, like Malik Beasley, who was a, a stud for Denver last year, he didn't Montreal, play. He didn't play. What was up with that? I mean, so it, it's it is strange. That Malik Beasley he had um, he had an illness at like three or four weeks into the season. Ended up missing a couple games and then came back healthy and, and Malone was doing some different things with his rotation and, and kept him out for another two games. He's recently gotten back into the rotation, um, but but tonight he didn't play and it is it, it's again it's like he's got twelve guys that you know that he's kind of fighting over. You have your core eight in the starters and yep. then Jeremy Grant, Monte Morris, and Mason Plumley play every night. But the other four, Tory Craig, Malik Beasley, Juancho Hernan Gomez, and Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. have all rotated between being in the rotation some or being a DNP. And that you know that that's the struggle that I think they've had a little bit is because you mentioned the depth, but this team honestly has too much of it, I think, yeah. at times. So where like you're, he wants to do right by all of these guys, and, and and I think that sometimes prevents them from fully getting on a roll. Yeah, you know, like I said, Portland went through that last year, yeah. and I think it's going to be real important for the leaders in that Denver uh, locker room to kind of remind everyone that look, sometimes you need to sacri- sacrifice for the betterment of a team. You know, it's not always about your stats. If if you have to get a DNP on a game like tonight, learn from it, observe, your time's going to come. This is a long season. And 
uh, you know, that's Malone's job is to find out what is the best nine man rotation or however big he wants to go. But yeah. And that's what December's for. You know? Yeah. It, it, look, this is a good problem to have. If you're a Nuggets fan and you're wondering what the hell is Malone doing? God, he's doing this. He's doing that. It's a luxury. Right. And, and, and that's a beautiful thing to have. Well, and you mentioned the Blazers. Like they, they won. I, I feel like they won that series um, last May depth. because yep. of that depth. And because yep. they had guys who, who had been tested and they had to go through that that process, and and that's a really interesting parallel because, you know, that they talked. What was interesting is they talked about it at training camp like ad nauseum. The word was sacrifice. Like we're going to have to understand. And but I think it's a difference between guys are saying that, but then when the rubber meets the road and nobody's getting hurt, knock on wood, yeah. then all of a sudden, yeah, it really is yeah. only so many minutes to go around. Yeah. And I think for the most part, they've they've handled it pretty well. Of course, the fans, their their concern is get Michael Porter Jr. in the game right. Right? because here's here's the rookie, the Ballyhood rookie, who was their first round pick in 2018, missed all of last year with a back injury. Now he's healthy, and you saw tonight, like. Comes in, hits a couple threes, but also yep. has a couple bad turnovers. Gets, yep. gets beat on, so it's it's this up and down experience that most lottery picks. The team's are like, oh, fine, yeah, play through all that. That's that's fine. Here, you're, 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 you have yep. a team that you're trying to contend, you're trying to win, and so for Michael Malone, it's been a tough balance um, to just kind of have to grit his teeth and live through some of those those mistakes. But you know, I, I, again, I, I, tonight you saw all sides of it. I mean, he, he's he's a scintillating talent, but yep. a long way to go, like most rookies do. Yep. Parents don't pack your lunches anymore, do they, folks? What a shame. But you still need to eat. Have your favorite restaurants brought to you with DoorDash. Brown paper bag not included, but maybe chips and a soda are included still. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is so easy. Open the app. Choose when you want to eat. Your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants, 3,300 cities, so you might find a new restaurant too. And you know that I'm using this all the time here in L.A., the only way that you can eat out if you don't have a car, which I don't. Maybe that's stupid. I don't know. But right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code BLAZERS. That's $5 off your first order. $5 when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code BLAZERS. Don't forget, that's BLAZERS for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. But the other, the other, I mean, one of the plays that I'm talking about, the guy that went right by him, and it was, it was Carmelo, and he's been on something of a reunion tour the last week or so with the, yeah. the old teams he's playing. But um, I took it as kind of a mix of cheers and boos. Yeah, so when, when he during during the game. Yeah, during the introductions, I thought it was probably more cheers than boos, and then I thought during the yeah. game there was a little bit more booing right. when he had the ball, but it wasn't. It wasn't remarkable, I don't think, right. one way or the other. Um, I think a lot of people were just – it was kind of cool to yeah, see him I think again, so you know. And, uh, again, I, I, I thought he was effective tonight, 20 points, age 16, nine rebounds. Uh, he's been very good for him. Yeah. And uh, I, I think he's going to help him the rest of the way. I, you know, he, he's a guy who I, I think with the, the benefit now of seeing all these guys in this age who spend a lot less time as stars with their teams, mm-hmm. maybe some of them, than, than he did here. He gave them, you know, eight, eight years yeah. um, and, and got into the playoffs every year. That, that there's – I think fans can now look back and say, you know, we – there, there's frustration. There's still hurt from some of the fan base because he he wanted out um, yeah. and whatnot. 
But, I mean, just look at the landscape now. Yeah. It, it was kind of cool. After the game, uh, he was asked about, because uh, there's been chatter about New York retiring his number, and he said, actually, it should be here. Yeah. Here's where my number should be retired. And uh, he says that that just feels right. And uh, so It's such an interesting thing because – of who else wears that number now? Yeah, Nicole, he brought that up. Right. Yeah. He says he's all maybe not because Joker has it. Yeah. So what? Like, you're, put put your put yourself in the executive shoes, right? Like, you, Carmel Anthony, again, one of the greatest players in franchise history. Yeah. Um, completely changed the culture of basketball here. Led him to the playoffs. Got the excitement going. Yeah. Now you have Nikola Jokic, who is just in a completely different way, another superstar, and and who knows how high he's going to take them, but. You know the signs are that he's on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Yeah. What do you do? How do you down the road? How do you handle that? Well, the Trailblazers uh, have a a dual retirement of number thirty, mm-hmm. Terry Porter and Bobby Gross, who okay. was a starter on the uh, championship team, and they retired uh, number thirty. I can't remember if it's at the same time or not. But anyways, they, they just ended up uh, retiring both of them. So, so do they have both the numbers side by side or do they have – Both of them side by side, okay. yep, with yeah. their names. Uh, it, it's, it's really interesting. So the Denver Broncos, and, and I will I will butcher whoever this guy is, Phil Trapica, I think is his name. Never He's an old quarterback, could be completely wrong. So I apologize to all Broncos fans. I'm a basketball guy. <laughs> but anyway, so he had his number 18 retired old quarterback back in the day. Mm-hmm. When Peyton Manning comes to, to Denver <laughs> – he calls the guy or the family and says, hey, do you mind? And he says, no, of course, you're Peyton Manning. Play the number. Well, Peyton Manning takes him to two Super Bowls, wins one. But now at the stadium, you have Trapeka. Again, basketball guy here. Sorry. But his 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 big name and the big number. And then it just says, like, Manning underneath it. And I'm just, you know, Manning is was the better quarterback. Let him do a Super Bowl. So to me, that's kind of awkward. I know the guy had his number retired already. Yeah. But to me, it's just like, just make another one. And I, I think that's ultimately what you should do. I mean, it, yeah. now nobody else gets to wear it, but he, this guy, with his number wasn't retired before I put it on. Um, Nikola Jokic says he wears number 15 because when he was on a youth team in Serbia growing up, uh, 15 was the, the highest number. And, and the highest number jerseys are always the, the biggest ones. Right, right, kids. right. Yeah. So he wore it because he was a big kid. <laughs> Melo obviously wore it at Syracuse and then, and then brought it to the league. Um but uh, yeah, I, I just thought that was cool. Like, you, you, you know, we, we cover so many of these games. There's so many things that happen every day. But, you know, here's a guy, again, in this city, meant a lot, d- despite whatever still lingering frustration there might be. And then he's playing against the guy who now is now is the face of what they're trying to do. It's kind yeah. of a neat, neat, neat deal. It's weird on my end because, you know, Mello, we've gotten used to him now. It's, yeah. it, the, the novelty has run off and we've... You know, we've played Oklahoma City twice. Yeah. You know, his former team. Uh, the Knicks were just the, – the Blazers' last game was against the Knicks. That was a big to-do with all their press. And then we come here uh, and get you guys. So it's – I think we're a little more callous and, and numb to it. Sure. Uh, but it, it was cool to hear the, kind of his reception. But he, it's been like that in almost every arena we've gone to. He's He's been really – well received. D- Dame is so good at um, at at just wrapping his arms around guys and just creating those mm-hmm. relationships right away. And, and they they wanted him there for for, for quite couple a long years, time, yeah. a couple years, right? So w- what has their like what has their connection kind of been from from the start? Oh, it's been great. It's been great, and it's you know it's been really interesting to observe like 
like Dame's a star, but Carmelo's a superstar. Right. Like there is a an aura and an element of wow when Carmelo walks into the it's room. It's like gravity, you know? Yeah. When when he he just has this presence where he's walking down a the hallway, you know it. You know? And he's in the locker room, you know it. And there's been a couple times in New Orleans and in LA where there was so much media there that they had to bring him out into the hallway to do the his media and I, I kind of asked Dame once, I'm like, I, and I know Dame is cool with it, but I was like, how are you handling this? And he's like, man, I think it's great because I want to be able to say I played a role in his comeback and being successful. And I think that's part of why, in the, in the greater scheme, why this is working in Portland for Carmelo is because the main star has been very welcoming and accepting and understanding and doesn't have such a big ego that oh, man, he's taking my shine. Oh, all the media attention's on him. So I, I think it's been really cool of of Dame uh, and CJ and how they've handled just everything that comes with Carmelo Anthony, right. all the attention and the spotlight and extra people around. Uh, they they haven't bristled at it one bit, so yeah. it, it's been kind of cool. But, I mean, Carmelo is I, – I didn't know him at all before he came to the Blazers. I never talked to him, never really studied him that much. And I mean, he is cool. Yeah, I mean, he is really just a cool dude. Well, that's what I wrote. He, he like, he ups the, the Q score, the sex appeal, the cool yeah. factor, whatever you want yep. to call it. Just has that sort of like, you know, just, just has again, that gravity to him. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's, I think that's probably what hurt so much, right? Like for, for some people in Denver, yeah. it's just like, you know, the, the, the cool kid was like, you yep. know, was everybody's Shunned friend. Yeah. And, then, and then he said goodbye to go to the, you know, even bigger cool kids table. So, yeah. it, again, it was a neat thing to see. Like a, Michael Porter was, I said he was five years old when Anthony debuted wow. <laughs> for the Nuggets in 20, <laughs> 2003. And he said it was awesome. I went to the game and he, you know, when I checked into the game in the second quarter, Carmel came up to me and said, hey, what's up, young fella? He's like, oh, that was so cool. It's like, <laughs> even, you know, so these guys playing against him now are, right. are starstruck. Have you ever wondered how to get the hottest new sneakers? The ones that barely hit the shelves? The answer is StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Millions are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out from the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest new streetwear from brands like Supreme, Bait, Palace, and Kith, not to mention Off-White, which I'm eyeing right now. The blue Nike Off-White collaboration Sort of, I mean, it is in theory a, a workout shirt, but I don't think you should ever work wear it to work out. That's sort of, none of these clothes are actually meant for working out in. But it's very fire and it's completely sold out on Nike. So I'm, I'm keeping my eye on it on StockX so that I know when, when it has the least value so I can jump on it. With StockX, there's no hassle. They handle the exchange of every transaction, so you never have to worry about legit buyers or sellers. They have you covered. It's all about transparency. You can shop smarter than ever using real-time market data for everything on the site. Rest easy knowing you'll never overpay. Shopping on StockX. Uses the same principles as a stock market to make buying and selling as safe and easy as possible. It provides real-time market data for intelligent buying and selling. That's what I'm talking about. I'm waiting. 
I'm waiting for that shirt. and gives you access to tons of historical price data. You can see exactly how much an item has sold for in the past and how much it's selling for right now. StockX has an exciting offer for the athletic listeners. Use promo code BBALL2019 for $20 off your next purchase. You can visit StockX.com slash BBALL for more information. That's BBALL2019 for $20 off. Just want to clo- well, just make a note of, um, you know, Nikola Jokic, he had 20 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. I hardly you, noticed him. You hardly noticed him. And that, that's what's, again, that's what's so interesting about these two guys. As I wrote this tonight, like, Carmelo's 20 points were loud. Like, he yeah. was just, he was efficient, but he, it's just every time he, he put up a shot or, or worked somebody, it was it was loud. It was there. Nikola Jokic, 20, 11, and 6, and Michael Malone even said, and, and yet here we are, you guys have asked me about everything else because yeah. you're just so you're just so used to it, but... The, the sign is going for the last four games. He's averaging, he's averaging better than uh, twenty-two points a game, um, right around ten rebounds, seven assists. He's, he's shooting better than fifty-five percent from the floor. I, I think he's back. I, mm-hmm. I think he, he had the slow start um, to, to the season. Ha, had some moments where he just wasn't clicking. I, I, I think he's back now. These, but but do you feel like they're playing through him as much? Like I remember the playoff series. Oh, it yeah, felt like he, everything was going. And he was just direct and everything, and no, they, they've got they got away from that. His usage usage, usage. percentage uh, is down big time this year, from from like twenty eight percent to twenty fours, and then that that's that amount of possessions over over games is, is quite a bit. I, I think they've gotten back to it these last few games, like yeah. where they where they're they're doing more stuff through him. I just think honestly now that he is my my breed on it is that now that he has tasted that that playoff atmosphere, I, I just think that it's. You know, he's. It, it's almost like you got to work back up to it. You, you, Pacing you run a marathon, and then you 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 don't you don't turn around and run another one like the next day. You, you well, speak you for yourself, up. Nick. You're the runner here. Uh, I only a half. Have marathon. you seen this guy? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm back to it, man. I you know, kid and all that kind of stuff. But um, so he, he's he's back with it, even though he had nothing for Hassan Whiteside tonight, man. 30, yeah, 30 points, career high, correct? Career high. As uh, old was 31 or 32. Um, this has been kind of a, a another part of the evolution of Hassan in Portland. Um, he is getting more comfortable with Lillard in the pick and roll. I would say two-thirds, if not higher, uh, of those 33 points came off the pick and roll. Where early in the season, they had no chemistry at all. Hassan wasn't setting good screens. Lillard was a little frustrated with it, had to get in his face uh, at one point and say, you need to roll harder to the to basket. And uh, they've gotten better. And then plus Hassan is feeling better. Mm-hmm. He's, he went through a variety of injuries from his uh, ankle to his knee to his hip, uh, was in and out of the lineup. And, and now he's finally he he's moving better and he's jumping higher. Um, he's been really good for them. Uh, particularly in his last, I would say, last two weeks. Um, but I don't know. I just look at this lineup and, you know, he, he played the, the starters so heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't know if they, if they have it in them to – to make that run to the playoffs. Yeah. It's 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 gonna be tough that the West is stacked. There's teams that are that are coming up that maybe we didn't expect. The, yeah. the, you know, the Phoenixes of the world, obviously Dallas is of the world. Sacramento's yeah. starting to find it after a slow start. Yeah. So it's 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 so, gonna be crowded. Just one quick thing and I and I wrote about this uh, in my story tonight is 
I uh, had the audacity to ask CJ McCollum, you know, does there come a point they're, they're 10 and 16 now. Mm -hmm. Does there come a point where you start weighing the value of, you know, maybe going for the lottery or, you know, do you really make this run to the playoffs? Is it really that valuable? You know, is it better to get a pick? And he did not like that question (laughs) one bit. He, uh, kind of scoffed at me, turned around to his, uh, locker and gathered his stuff and said, you're crazy. Have a good night. And just left. So, uh, if there's any questions out there in Portland about whether this team will, that's why, tank, you, that's why you asked though, that, yeah. if you get that reaction, it gives you a better idea of like where, where their heads at. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to quit and they're not going to tank on this season. Uh, certainly not now in December. So, um, I question whether they have enough ammo, you know, just because so many guys are hurt, but, uh, Certainly mentally, they're still engaged. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had the audacity to ask. I'm glad you had the audacity <laughs> to join me here uh, in the wee hours of, uh, of Friday morning. Um, that's going to do it for us on the Rainbow Skyline Podcast and from the, from Rose, the Garden. Rose Garden Podcast. Be sure to lock, uh, keep it locked in to the feeds, two episodes a week. Tell your friends, tell your loved ones, perfect Christmas present. Uh, until next time, thanks for stopping by. Both things play hard. Both things play hard. Blessing, good night.